What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We got episode 29, Kyle. It's um, going to be a good one. We're going to preview the Barefoot Open we got this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be looking to bring home my first trophy. The We're gonna, sixth. The sixth. The sixth annual Barefoot Open. We're going to talk some uh, NFL. We're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk some golf. So i uh, going to mix it up a little bit, and then we'll... Uh, We'll talk some shit about the barefoot, I'm sure, too. So, let's go. All right, Mike. It's good to be back. It's been a while, a couple weeks, since, uh, I guess, the last uh, you know championship that you won against Harlow. But, That's uh, right. Can't mention couple, that enough. Yeah, we just can't. We can't. <laughs> good, good teamwork there. Um, we also have another chance this weekend, but we'll get to that. But, uh, no, I think... Uh, you know, one of the first places that that I think we should start is Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Yep. So, I like it. I mean, of course Bill Belichick's going to do something. I mean, you can't have – there was no way that – there was no way that he was going to have, like, any he, – he had to pick up somebody. And so, uh, so he took Cam. I think Cam is going to be a lot happier. Um, I mean – Dude, the Carolina dude, they they did him dirty, um, in my opinion. Like they just kind of walked away from him, and I don't think he's that bad. I think he's still got a lot of potential left, and so I think he's going to be a lot happier. Um, you know, I, I think you you uh, you pointed to it, which is that I think they're going to be able to do some things that they weren't able to do um, in a couple other seasons. But uh, yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about Cam to the Patriots. And, I mean, like, of course, the Patriots lose Tom Brady and Cam's just sitting there for the taking. And shame on the other teams for letting this happen, okay? Like, plenty of other teams had a chance to swoop in and get Cam Newton for obviously a good price because he signed a cheap deal to go to New England. And uh, nobody did it. Nobody took that chance. And now... New England is obviously they're not going to be no, nobody's sitting here saying he's Tom Brady, but the dude's an MVP. All right. When healthy. And that's always been the biggest question mark with cam is everybody knows that when he's healthy, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league and he can get it done, but he's rarely hundred percent healthy. So there's always something going on and he's just not a good enough passer to be you know, hobbled and drop back and, and throw for 350 yards. Like he's got to be healthy to the point where he's got, has his legs and is a threat there. So it, it's interesting. And yes, Cam Newton made the joke that, yeah, Josh McDaniels be able to call some plays. He's never been able to call before because Tom, but uh, it'll be interesting. And man, they didn't lose I was, much on the, go ahead. No, I'm just, yeah, you're about to say it. Like, I'm really interested to see defense, how, how good they're going to be. Like, are they, are they now the favorites again to win the uh, AFC East? Like, well, AFC's always been terrible. Like you guys have always said to me. So, I mean, I think that they're definitely up there, but uh, no, I'm just saying that like in terms of their defense, like they were probably one of the top fantasy, you know, players in the league was new England's D. Um, and they didn't lose too much having, uh, you know, Tom go to, to, to Tampa Bay, I think, you know, was was kind of riding on the wall. But at the same time, like, oh, you know what? We're going to be just fine. We got, you know, Cam Newton and, 
know, I think that team's energized and, and ready to go. I mean, you saw Julian Edelman just pumped up and ready to go. Um, I liked how Tom said, I'll always be your number I'll one. I'll always be your number one, yeah. <laughs> that was good. But, uh, but no, man, I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. I'm just, I'm really happy because like the last thing I wanted was the Patriots just get mopped this year and to hear everybody talk about they finally have got what they deserved or whatever. Yeah, uh, but what do you care? You're not a Patriots fan. Right. I'm a Tampa Bay fan. Uh, <laughs> but I, I also, I mean, I want to, I want to see the Patriots do well. So it's like, I wouldn't mind, you know, Tampa Bay, um, you know, Patriots, you know, some, That's somewhere the around Super there. Bowl, I'll quit watching football. Like, get, just stop. Is there a better storyline, though? No. Tom first spill. Yeah. I mean, obviously. wanted to see it. Whose legacy is better? Oh, my God. Do I can just imagine? see it now. Yeah. I mean, yes, I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, obviously, I want to see Chicago. And well, so that's that's my next like thing that. that I was going to say was, speaking of quarterbacks, What's going on in old Chicago land? I mean, are we going to see Nick Foles? Is it Truth Biscuit's turn? Like, what's going on? So I, I really think Truth Biscuit's going to be the starter week one for a few reasons. One, I just don't think that um, ownership's ready to give up on him. Nagy, man, I bet you if you asked him behind closed doors, he'd probably, he might want to have Nick Foles just because that's more his style quarterback. But... I think there's a lot of pressure to play to give Trubisky another shot. I mean, the dude went 12 and four a, a couple seasons ago and he's got a specimen. He's an athlete. Come on, athlete. And um, with the short, like with this stuff going on, which we said before, we're not going to talk a lot of COVID, but it is a fact that um, practices and communication and stuff like that's limited. So that just gives Trubisky a head start because of the, he knows the system. Now, Foles knows the system, I think, pretty well, too. Um, but Trubisky just kind of has a head start on him, I think. Well, I heard that Trubisky was uh, immune to it. He's too tough to get it. Well, I mean, that's probably true. Like, it <laughs> the goats don't get it. So, uh, but Tr- Trubisky, man, I, God, he's still my dude. Like, I tweeted something out. It's like, Every time so- there's a tweet that's like, we still believe in Trubisky, it's like, I sigh, but I still retweet it. Like, he's still my guy. I'm not ready to give up yet. And the players, the, the one thing I'll say about Trubisky is that locker room believes in him. And they always come to his back. Like, he's won the locker room. Just, let's Yeah, but he done. doesn't win the games. He well, wins the locker room, but he doesn't win the games. I mean, are they trying to lose? Like, what is going on? Like, he'll huh? be fine. Just this is his last chance, okay? And I'm I'm only I'm not even giving him, giving him a full season. Like he gets about four games, and if he looks like dog shit, then Foles is going to be in there. He may not even get four games from the coaching staff, but that's what I'll give him. And I, are you going to yeah. be are are you going to be are you going to be all in on Nick Foles after that after he you know comes out? If Trubisky goes out, Foles comes in. Like, I, do you say okay? It's my guy. Nick's my guy. Look, Trubisky, if you're listening, okay, because I think he listens to the podcast. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I love you. I'm going to wear your jersey every game, and I Most believe it. It's going to be discounted. What? So it be a good deal. I already got it. But <laughs> now I will buy another one once it gets discounted. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get another color or something. Get but... that white one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mitch. If after four games you look like dog and get benched, I just I can't, man. I can't come to your defense anymore. Okay. It's too heavy of a burden. I just can't. I've got to get behind Nick Foles at that point. And that's just the way it'll be. What I'm going to really be pissed about is when both quarterbacks are garbage this year and we could have Cam Newton. And maybe Cam would have played like crap for us, but he's at least a celebrity and a name. You know, my favorite thing that I saw on Twitter was, uh, speaking of um, just like Twitter, what what the Bears could have had. They were like, well, the Bears could have had Mahomes, but they dodged that salary cap. Yes. So they, uh, they were already forward thinking on that. Yeah. But, I mean, look, man, we wouldn't be able to have that defense if we had Mahomes. So smart. That's a smart move by Pace. Dude, I'm telling you what, though. Ten years, $500 million. Like, in my opinion, like – He's already had some injuries. He's really good, really good talent. But man, to to sign a ten year deal in the NFL like that's just that's too much. That's too much. I mean, I I, I get they don't want it to be with anybody else, and I get they want to build their franchise around. But like you talk about, like didn't didn't Albert sign a ten year with um, the, the Angels. Angels? And I mean, you have you know four or five good years, and then it becomes this whole you know cramping your side i mean like uh, for the team it's just like you have that contract you have that player that you're already invested in and like god forbid something happens but you know at the end of the day we see you know the elite athletes like tom brady can play well into their 40s um you know i'm sure mahomes is in that i'm sure mahomes is in that category but at the same time like you know he's already he was already out two three games from doing a qb sneak and that's his forte. I mean, he rolls. He's uh, he's not going to be a pocket passer like Tom. So, you know, I think it's a, a huge gamble. Um, I forget what they said about, like, the guarantees, but I was just – I was baffled on the fact that you signed a 10-year deal. Like, in my opinion, the most I would sign as a team is five years. And then, you know, I'm going to see what's going on. Like, and, and I don't think that uh, as a player I'm disrespected by that. So – no, I, I I don't think any maybe seven years or something depending on the age of the player. But and honestly, I don't I don't mind the ten year deal for Mahomes because yes, uh, injuries happen. I'm sure the Chiefs have some outs where you know if he gets injured in year three and for for his career or something that there you know there's a buyout where they don't have to pay the full contract. I don't remember exactly what all the guarantees were, but uh, I don't mind the ten year deal because. Then Patrick Mahomes will be 34 when that deals up, right? Actually, I think it was a 10-year extension, and he already has two years on his current deal, so it's really a 12-year deal. It's um, all the way through. No, it's all the way through 2031. I thought. Right. Because they were well, saying that um, he has the longest active contract from like Bryce Harper, Matt, uh, Mike Trout. Like in in sports today, yeah. So it's like eleven years because he already had he had a current contract, and that's a ten year extension on top of what he had currently. So, um, yeah. So it's really like an eleven or twelve year deal, however you want to look at it. But I'm okay with it because he's 24 years old. Okay, so by the time that contract's over, he'll be 35, 36, right? Uh, 
and, and he'll be ready to retire or he, if he's still playing at a high level like some 35 30 I mean look at Aaron Rodgers he's what 33 34 um it's not older than that isn't he yeah he might be that's what I'm saying and he kind of plays the same I mean he still uses his legs and and it's still you know Jesus a, Christ, a mobile quarterback. Jake way too much this is sick. I hate Aaron Rodgers dude god I hate yeah, him and but... you're over here just all over him look my thing, I guess my thought is, is you don't know what contracts are going to be. Say you sign Mahomes for five years, right? Okay, five years of that same uh, annual value per year. And then he's 29 when that contract runs up and he won you two more Super Bowls. Then what are you going to have to pay him for five or seven years? Like that contract could be end up being more for the Chiefs if they had done it that two five-year deals than this one 10-year deal, as scary as that sounds, we don't know what contracts will look like in five years. So they could have saved money by doing it now. And he's only 24. What I hate about baseball contracts and there's, they're getting younger GMs not to go all baseball on it, but just in terms of contracts, they're getting younger GMs in baseball that aren't doing it as much, but like the Albert pools contract, they gave him a 10-year deal when the dude was 31. You know what I mean? They they're they pay players for what they've done, not what they're going to do. And there has to be some give and take on that. And there's a lot more baseball guys trying to sign these 23-year-olds to seven-year contracts um, and locking them up long-term at a, at a lower annual value. And then the player gets pissy three years into it. Hey, that's Scotty Pippen. Exactly. You've heard how I felt about that. Don't sign the contract then. It's a smart move by the organization. You're still getting locked up for seven years. What if you do get, what if you don't outperform it? You were getting paid that anyway. So it's just baseball starting to get better. But the reason I don't compare, you know, like you can't compare the Albert Pools to Mahomes thing because one of them was 30, 31 years old and had already had some injuries, you know, in his past. The other one's 24 coming off a, of course, Albert was coming off a World Series, but it's just, it's a little different scenario, but I'm okay with the 10-year deal on Mahomes. Long story I also short. Think, I also think that that is how you get the fan base just riled up. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we just won the Super Bowl. Our guy's not leaving. Yeah, our organization have, believes in the winning. Yeah, for- you, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's how you get the Chiefs fans just, I feel like, riled up. But, uh, no, I mean, it'll be fun. Like, I'm, I'm so excited for football. Like, I just – I really hope it happens. I really hope everything like stays the way it is. But man, I cannot wait to watch um, some football. But uh, let's let's transition. So I think we we talked about football enough. Um, let's touch on basketball real quick. So I think it's interesting what's going on with just the league and and what they're doing. Um, you know, we've seen a couple players um, inactive right now. I don't know what that means for their status, but. Um, in terms of, you know, just kind of the, the play out what they have eight games and then they go into the finals and then it's, um, you know, just a wreck. Is it, is it all, all series three or is it the same, um, styles they had? Honestly, I think it's the same playoff format. So the first, so all, all series are best of seven. Now I don't know that for sure if they did change that, but I think what they wanted, they wanted to keep the playoff format the same. So it's just this kind of bubble season or whatever you want to call it, play in to get in to see what eight teams are going to be going to the playoffs. Which, I mean, here's the thing is the first half of the season is pretty much a joke anyways. So 
yeah. I'm all for it. I think it'll be fun. Um, who do you uh, who do you like? I mean, say that everybody stays healthy. Who do you like? I like the Clippers, man. Um, I mean, I, there's a few teams I think that can win it, and I'll take the Clippers uh, just because. I mean, dude, Kawhi and Paul George, like that perimeter defense and scoring ability, and we've seen what Kawhi can do as far as putting a team on his back, like what he did last year. That team's just tough, man. That defense at every position's good. I just I like the Clippers, and it's kind of a, it'd be a cool story to see them win too. So, kind of rooting for them, well, I should say. I mean, they're definitely the team that I'm rooting out of Los Angeles. I can tell you that. Yeah, uh, for sure. No interest in the Lakers whatsoever. Um, would like to see them knocked out very very quickly. But I'm telling you, dude, the Bucks are the Bucks are dangerous, dude. Right. The Bucks are dangerous, and um, I mean, I, I like them. I like the Clippers as well. Um, you know, hey, the Pacers could the Pacers could make some uh, make some moves, man. They uh, they're they're streaky, dude. They're streaky. Um, they're a good regular season team. All right, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, no, I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. Like what I'm what I'm excited about, right? Is I feel like we all got a lot of basketball, but didn't get to see March Madness. So like. To have some, you know, finals games and some playoff games and just, you know, to get that feel like, I feel like that's what we're all missing. So it'll be, it'll be awesome to see kind of that atmosphere, even if the fans aren't there, like, you know, I know we were big, uh, you know, on like, oh, what would Illinois be if the fans weren't there and all that stuff. But like at this point, man, I just want to watch some basketball. Yeah, I'll so take like, it. I think that, I think the players and everybody in the world is kind of just like, all right. Let's uh, let's watch these guys do what they do best and and have some fun. But uh, no, it should be should be pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, I think um, Clippers, Clippers uh, Bucks would be a good would be a good finals to watch. I I'd think. love that. I'd love Just that. Like Kawhi versus Anthony Cupo. Dude, L A L A would be a really good uh, Western Conference final. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So I'd uh, like to see that. I'd like to see that happen. And, um, you know, I think that would tell a lot about LeBron, too, uh, to be honest. I mean, you got, you know, Paul George and Kawhi versus LeBron Davis and, AD. and LeBron. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. So um, I just don't we'll know see. who challenges the Bucks in the East. Like, I'd like to think it's Philly, Mason. man. Like, all the talent that Philly has, but I just don't know that they have it in them to beat that Bucks, to, to beat that Bucks team. Like I don't know that they have that killer yet. You know, like every team that wins the NBA championship has that one guy who just like won't lose. You know what I mean? He's not going to lose that game. I don't think Philly's got that guy. The Bucks, it's Giannis. The Clippers have Kawhi, and Lakers have LeBron. And that's why it's going to be those three teams most likely. Get get out of here with the Pacers. Like they're a good regular season team. They're they're not making any noise. If they play the Bucks, they get swept, maybe win one game. Well, we'll what, see. Victor Oladipo going to take him to the I promised love land? Victor, dude. I yeah, love he's him. fun. He's fun. That's what he is. He's fun. He's not a winner. He's so sorry, Vic. Listening. I don't mean it. Oh, he's definitely listening, dude. <laughs> It'll be all right, man. He's got uh, big reach. Yeah, but uh, no. We'll see, man. It'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah. But... Um, Lastly, before we get into the barefoot, we'll transition to golf, but 
How about them pairings that they put? I mean, you're going to go into it, Tiger's first match back, and you're going to put him with Rory and Brooks. Like, I love that. Like, let's get people fired up. That's that's good. Uh, whoever whoever was in charge of the groups for this tournament gets a needs a raise. Like, just good job, man. Like, I I hate when I feel like in years past sometimes they've tried to like split up the best players, maybe pair like a couple of them together, and then they have like a rando third with them or something. Like, just put take the twelve best players and put them all in four groups of three. Oh my god, dude! I and, like this that's all you have to show, this- dude. I've said this for the longest time is like whoever's the best players, put them together. And then also like whoever doesn't like each other, put them together. I would love to see Brooks with Bryson DeChambeau. Like nothing would make me more happy than to see Bryson with all of his idiocracy. I hate everything about him. Um, Mon Brooks' side, but I would love to see them in a group together and like just like have to play together and see what happens and like see the interviews after. Like, let's get some drama, let's get some yeah. storylines. Which back to a couple, um, would have been like probably 10 to 15 podcasts. I said that I hate golf media because all they do is try to look for these like you know drama stories. Now but, you're begging for it. Well, God, I mean, you know, after what we've got, after what we've been through, I'm just like, let's go, bring me some fucking, you know, news. But uh, how big of a douchebag does Deshambo look when he's trying to swing at 220 mile an hour? I mean, I don't care. I don't. I yes, is it impressive? Like, so the last tournament you won, it was like 350 yards was his average drive, most ever. Set a record, beat Tiger. Like, so that's awesome. Like, that is awesome. But you look like an absolute idiot doing it. And you're not the most fun to watch. And wear a different hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give it to Harlow and just stop yeah. wearing it. But, yeah, I, I agree 100%. But, no, I'm super pumped up for that. Um, I think it'll be a good, good round back for Tiger. I mean, last time we saw him. Super dialed in, so I think that's that's kind of been Match? the case. And, oh yeah, with <laughs> old Tom, but uh, they took care, care of him. But uh, no, so um, I'm telling you what, bold prediction here. Obviously, not a bold prediction, but you've heard it here first. Tiger wins, gets 83. I think the first two days between Rory Brooks and Tiger, he'll be the low man at at least nine under. So Tiger's Tigers taking the thirty uh, six hole lead over those two. Yep, going into Saturday. Okay, well, you know who Tiger will be chasing going in Saturday? Tony, my boy Tony Finau. He's, He's gonna be about right. twelve or thirteen under after after two days. Just gonna get on a heater. Dude, I love Tony Finau. Like, I have I no know. problems with Tony Finau, but, like, he will not win. If there's a bet I'll make, Tony Finau won't win. I'll wow, it's like going out on a limb there. Confident. <laughs> but, well, yeah. But Tiger wins. All right, you pick, you pick between those three. Who do you think, out of Rory, Tiger, and Brooks, 
Who who has the lowest score by the end of the round? You don't even have to pick 36. I'm saying that it's the 36. By the end of the tournament, who who wins of those three? I'll take Rory. Oh, the the world number one. So I can't Tiger because of you. I can't take Brooks because of you. My hands are tied. Let's go Rory, baby. Big Rory fan this weekend. Yeah, you might as well root for the number one. Golf number one right now. You know what I'm going to need out of you? Because every time I bring up Tony Fina, you're like, I like Tony. I'm going to need you to start hating Tony. I need you yeah. to not like him. Like, he's your least. After DeChambeau and Reed, you Tony's your least favorite golfer from here on out. I, I pose this question. What are you sipping on there? A little whiskey. But I posed this question to a couple buddies. I said... Who would you rather not play golf with? Bryson DeChambeau or Patrick Reed? You have to play 18 holes walking with him. Who with would one. you rather not play? Ugh. Like, you That's have to play really with one tough. of them. Right. It's really tough. I'd rather, man, I think I'd rather walk with Harry. <laughs> And that's saying something. I mean, I God, that's yeah, a, I mean, that's, carrying Harry's bag by the end of it. I'd rather carry Harry's bag than <laughs> and, and watch him play golf. Both of both bags and watch Harry suck out on eighteen against you. Oh my <laughs> God! Play with those two. Oh, for sure. No, but that's. Uh, I mean, I I said I said Patrick Reed. The reason why. Is because like Patrick Reed, at least like I can get over him cheating, I can get over whatever, but he's at least kind of funny sometimes, and he has a lot of emotion. So I'm into that. Like Bryson, I just I I don't think I could relate to him, nor no. like be in a certain you know environment where like I'm like I enjoy your company. Like everything that you do pisses me off. We have very opposite views on a lot of things, and so like. I just don't know if I could play with him. No, I actually think Patrick Reed would be a good time, like in a casual setting too, or like even just like a money game. I bet he drinks a lot of beer. I bet. Bryson, gotta, I mean, yeah, I you bet, just gotta have somebody watching him. That's all. I bet. I bet Bryson doesn't drink alcohol no. for fear of for fear of slowing down his speed. No, yeah, and and with Patrick, you're gonna get done before dark, probably. Pace of plays. Big thing for me and you, like we. Right. I'm I'm not waiting on somebody, man. I get, you know what? I get to the ball. I take my time to hit it, but get up there and get ready and swing it. No, you take your time to get the ball in the hole, not to hit it. To get the ball in the hole, you take about six or seven shots when you only need. Yeah, but I can I can shoot 115 faster than freaking DeChambeau can take 68 shots. He'll play his front nine. If you're it's not, a sp- you're not if, racing, if we're racing, I'm beating him every time. Oh my God, I mean he's he's probably he probably gets through twelve holes and you get through eighteen easy. Oh yeah, done but, winner. Yeah, so I always thought that was going Pat Pat Patrick Reed, or Bryson Shambo. Who's the worst? I and honestly, I mean it's a lot for me to say that I'd rather carry Harry's back. Like that kills me inside to say that, but that's the dead truth. Yeah. Um, all right, so 
Barefoot. That's, that's no. That's that's the that's the prelim golf tournament that's going on this this uh, week. But the the actual tournament, the barefoot. Is it the classic or the open? Scramble. Just the barefoot, barefoot scramble. Barefoot scramble. Sixth annual. Yep. Mike's never won it. No, nope, it's my freaking tournament, and I can't win it. I've never played in it. No. That's on me. I've been busy every weekend they do this. It's right around my birthday. It's in July and it's tough. So look, so do I you want to hear all my excuses on why I haven't won or should we just, or do yeah. I not make them? No, I'd like to, well, I wouldn't say excuses. I would just say like, These tell us facts. what you, tell us what you've been through in order to make this the best possible right, so look, people. championship of 2020. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Barefoot Scramble, it's um, about six years ago. I, I decided I wanted to put on a little a little game, a little tournament with you know friends, and we started this up. We had about twenty people the first year or so, and a little course. That's twenty friends, by the way. Yeah, that's Wild. it. Like I maxed out. I think a few of my people I didn't want to play and played just to make it a, <laughs> even teams probably, but. I think my dad even played. He's playing this year though too. So, but anyway, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw is gonna is be he there. In the concert afterwards. Yeah, yeah, live show, boys. Can't but uh, anyway, play at a little course called Regala. They let you take your shirt off, let you play barefoot, bring uh-huh. your own gear. So Regala has a sign by the clubhouse door that says, "Shirts must be worn." In clubhouse. In the clubhouse, which basically by saying that means they do not have to be worn outside the clubhouse, and we take full advantage. And it's just a little nine-hole course. There's not a sand trap to be found. There's like two or three holes with water. Um, You hit your ball down the middle of the fairway. You may not find it because the grass is tall and tiny green. Anyway, it's just fun and easy. This They closed down, so this year we had to move locations. But anyway... I always end up playing with, you know, just a random person to make it even groups. Um, And, or I play with, you know, guys who aren't very good just to make it even groups. And I'm not good. So I need a good player to play with me. I haven't really had that opportunity this year. Kyle is coming to my rescue and hopefully I can bring a tournament championship home this weekend. Let's get it done. Harry has won it twice of the six years. He's won two times. He has. I get plaques for these people out of my hard-earned money. I buy plaques to give to the winners, and freaking Harry has two of them in his house. And Gensler who, has one. Who? So, going back, let's who won to the, the winners. first one? Yeah, so yeah. who won so, the first one? Inaugural event six years ago, Harry Workman and Jordan Downs won. How that happened, I don't know. I played with Harry's brother, James. I think we got, like, second. So the field was not real deep. And I was playing right-handed back do then. We have, do, we have, do we have winning scores? Like, what uh, are the, what are the scores you, here? Honestly, I think uh, you're looking around four or five under. That was at Regala, too. It's two-man scramble, by the way. Um, usually, I don't let two good players play together. You got to mix up the talent. It's fun. Um, then year two was Justin Gensler and Lucas Wakefield. 
feel like that's a Lucas is good though. Yeah, he's good back in the day, but he doesn't play anymore. He's I'm honestly he's around my level. Uh, but I do think he played decent that 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 week that year. So um, year three was Bubba. If you remember Bubba, he's been on a few times. He's our resident Packer guy. Him and his father. So we really didn't know what that team was about. They won, but they shot. I mean, they didn't like smoke everybody. They came back the next year and got beat by now where I'm drawing a blank. Year four. I don't remember who won. Shoot. Uh, I know year five was Jacob Hilgendorf and Wade Hoey. Or year no, that was year four, Jacob and Wade. And last year was Harry and Harlan. And Harry and Harlan are back again this year, and we're going to take them down. You know there's what's interesting? What's very interesting is that if there's ever been a bigger rivalry, and we're on the rivalry, but if there's ever been a bigger rivalry, it's Harlan and Harry versus Mike and Kyle. Yeah, I but mean, that's you a rivalry because it's pretty one-sided. Well, you've already, you've already seen what happened when – Harlow takes on uh, Mike, and so I feel like it's going to be business as usual. Like you said, um, we're going to show up. We're going to shoot. Uh, that's why I, I wish you had the tournament rankings because I think we'll probably set a record. Well, that's, I will say we're playing a lot tougher course this year. Even better. Even, I'm going to tell you right now. So here's the thing is you like to think, you like to think that Regala is this easy course, but it's it's tough. I mean, it's tough to hit maybe a twenty foot green. Yeah, and those greens weren't kept very well, so you had your ball bouncing everywhere. I think you'll see lower scores with a little bit more difficulty um, because I I feel like the course would be in better shape. Uh, I know that for me, I never played Regala very well because. It's like playing out of the pasture. But you put me on a course that actually has some grass, I play better. The greens yeah. roll, I can play better. So I would like I would like you to kind of jog your memory and go back, maybe talk to some of the winners, figure out what the actual tournament I, I bet you is. The I think the tournament record's around six under. I think Gensler and Lucas shot like six under. Okay. I think that might have been the low score, but I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out a little bit better. But um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be the hottest day of the year so far, so that'll be fun. Good, good. Um, and I'm going to play barefoot still, even at this new course. So I, I always play better barefoot, so that'll be good for us. But yeah, it'll be fun. Um, this will I will say also this is the best as far as um talent that the barefoot yeah, has us, ever seen yeah give give us some understanding of who the teams are that we're so going some notable teams we've we got, got me and you, you. Yep. harlan and harry yep justin gensler and pat quinn making an appearance i think will be a formidable team um bubba i gotta find bubba a partner now bubba's a good player and his dad bailed on him so i'm still trying to find him somebody to play how with. does your dad bail on you he said he didn't want to play at Rantoul, and he's—I th believe Bubba said, my dad said he already has a championship. He doesn't need another one. Wow, that's yeah. tough. Okay, tough. that's exactly. Tough. My that's dad, how you, that's how you my, bail on it. My dad and his partner will be a, a pretty good team. 
Pete well, that's Wojcicki. what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Are they okay? So Pete and uh, Chris, what are we talking here? I mean, you know, so Dad's like a um, eight handicap, seven handicap at Iron Horse. Pete's like a twenty. Okay. So you're better than my dad. I'm better than Pete. We should be okay. But yeah, I mean, I'll, they I'll could shoot. Chris they the they play together all the time, so they they could well, shoot. So a, they shoot a good score. So do we. I mean, <laughs> we're basically the same player as, as far as mental, just physical capabilities aren't there, but mentally we're on the same wavelength all at all times. So they and, they could throw up a good but, number. So here's here's my thing though, Mike, is since you're the you know, commish president of this organization and, and this tournament. When you're pairing up teams, I think it's only fair to put Harry and Harlan in our group because you uh, know that already, Harlan can't play. Trust me, that has already been decided. We will be playing with them. Okay, like it's my tournament and it's my best chance to win it this year. So I'm going against the defending champs. I'm putting Harlan in my group so he can't handle it. And yes, that we will be playing with Harry and Harlan. Absolutely, it's decided. All the other groupings I haven't figured out quite yet, but that one is decided. Uh, and I'm telling you what, we will have footage, we'll have all sorts of good stuff from it, but when it comes down to it, that's I think that's the uh, you know, that's that's honestly that's the Clippers Lakers, you know, match yeah. of this tournament. Yep. And yeah, me and you are me and you are gonna... Kawhi and Paul George. Right. There can always be a dark horse candidate. Like I'm saying, I, I don't really know how good Pat Quinn is. So. How many teams do we have? How many teams do we have? I think uh, right now I've got um, 10 teams, 10 or 12 teams. Jesus. Yeah, we got a good turnout this year. So um, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be good. And we'll uh, we'll make sure to update everybody on how it goes. So, but. Well, I love it. Yeah, I I would just say if you could figure out what the current record is, just so we know when we pass it this year, that we're setting a record, we're getting you your first win, we're getting me my first win, first time showing. Uh, definitely going one for one. But also, this is – I feel like this is our chance to just shut Harlan and Harry up forever. Yeah, I mean, like if we beat them here, like I don't remember them ever beating us at anything really. Never. So. Never. I yeah, I, I never. So I don't really know where they get all this confidence from, but we'll take care of business. But, all right, man. You got anything else? No. Um, excited for excited for the tournament this this weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep everybody posted. Yep. All right, man. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. All right.